Today's New Testament reading is from 1 Peter, the first chapter. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, since it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on him as Father, who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile, knowing that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth, for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart, since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers, and the flower falls. But the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Sean Danzer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Man up, dear saints. Gird your loins, Peter begins. In the ancient world, men wore robes, not pants. And that would trip you up in battle. So they'd hike up their skirts, tie them tightly around themselves like shorts, and be ready to jump in and fight. Peter, then, is not being subtle when he addresses us, the church. Pull up your skirt, he says. But prepare yourself not for physical battle, but gird the loins of your mind, Peter says. Be sober-minded. Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Our struggle here as the church militant in this time of scattering between Christ's ascension and his glorious revelation and his return for judgment, it is not a struggle against flesh and blood, but against powers, rulers, against dominions. It is against the devil and the world and our own sinful flesh. Yes, you must be prepared to fend off the attacks from outside, but first, first, the battle is clearing away your own garments that weigh you down. It's dealing with your own sin deep in your heart. It's restraining our flesh. It's girding up everything that threatens to trip us up. This, then, is the first lesson of spiritual warfare. It's less about our heroic fighting and far more about discipline. Discipline. 
After all, we are Christ's disciples, and our discipline is to be like our Father, holy as He is holy. Except holiness doesn't come from ourselves. Only God is holy. If we then are to be holy and set apart, it must come from Him. But St. Peter preaches the gospel to us to remind us that indeed this holy Lord has and is continuing to sanctify us by his holy word. You were ransomed from futility by the precious blood of Christ, the Lamb of God without blemish. Obedience in the Lord's army is first of all obedience to this gospel, to this truth. Christ has won the victory for us. He has fought the battle. And he has won by giving us his life as the atoning sacrifice for our sins. The result of this is the discipline we are to maintain as we wrestle and wait for our hope, the resurrection at the last day, to be revealed. A sincere brotherly love from a pure heart. Since we've not been born a of the perishable now, but of the imperishable through the living and abiding word of God. As we look around us, this sure seems like a hopeless battle. The one thing that is clear, just as Isaiah said, is death. We're like fragile grass and flowers. What comfort or what encouragement for battle can there be then? The flowers and the soldiers fall. But the word of the Lord endures forever. In this, then, consists our warfare, all of our manliness in the strife, and all of our holiness, God's holy word. The word of truth that Christ has taken up our frail and dying flesh, and he has raised it to eternal life. All this will be fully revealed in his revelation at the last day. And that is what gives us, dear Christians, the soberness to act not in disgraceful self-preservation, but in brotherly love on the battlefield. We cannot lose, because the word of the Lord abides forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.